Hey guys, it's Ed. Um, welcome back to the Something to Do podcast. I, we know it's been a while. Um, today we are actually tackling kind of some heavy shit. We are uh, attempting to approach and I don't know, rectify, try to figure out, determine how it is that this thing works with um, a lot of topics um, about, around, and relating to sexism, um, at least in in the United States. We uh, actually no, that's not true. There's a lot of stuff going on in, in other countries, and one specific thing we end up approaching and talking about in the beginning, which kind of sparks off this entire conversation. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna give a bunch of disclaimers because we actually give a bunch of disclaimers in the episode proper. Um, so what I will do instead is say, hey, thank you for listening. Welcome back. We are glad that you guys have been sticking with us. And we are going to be starting to do a kind of marathon of updates to try to make up for the last couple of weeks that we haven't had anything be coming out there so you've got this episode coming up now you've got by the time this is posted there should be an additional episode on the uh, blog which you will hear more about at the end of this episode and we're gonna have just maybe two or three more episodes coming out before the week's end we got to make up for lost time in addition to uh returning back to our regularly scheduled program so um Again, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know where to find us. We're on the blog. We are on our email. We're on the Facebook.com. And we are actually on the Twitter now as well. So there's at least four ways you can get in contact with us. I'll give you all that information at the end because I know that you are tired of hearing me talk and are ready to get into the actual conversations where you will be able to um, hear me talk some more um anyway yeah as always thank you for listening welcome back we are so glad to have you be a part of our thing and i'll see you in the end for the liner notes easy Welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm watching Ed do a weird dance in the chair right now. So the Something to Do podcast. This is Chris Bibb. My name is Ed. Charlie. The ever, the ever agile Charlie. The ever punctual Charlie. <laughs> punctual. Wow. That's a word that cannot be associated with me. It's like, it's like punctual. Do not associate with picture look at this guy it's like your name is in the dictionary under the word functional in the antonym section or in the the source rather but uh here we're just uh you know chilling out hanging out talking about stuff i've kind of getting my voice back so that's why i sound the way i do i don't know if it's going to be different or not man yeah yeah um how have you guys been they can't answer you bro i'm asking you oh yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can ask the listeners, but I was mainly asking people. More examples too. of it being a dick. <laughs> right on. Okay. 
Yeah, maybe I was waiting for them to comment under it. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> We'd be waiting here forever. It's going to take a week to end. I know. <laughs> which, uh, I mean, this is going up today, which is October 1st. Is they, the day. Of course. Yeah, this is, it's today. Today is October, it's October 1st. 1st. Yeah. It's totally October yeah. 1st. It's October 1st. In thank, real life, yeah. And thank oh. you guys for uh, commenting on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. You guys <laughs> have been giving your feedback, and we've been appreciating that because that means that, one, you person is listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one person is listening enough, but that also means too you may be listening around other people, and you all may have comments and questions and concerns. Comment. You can also Comment. leave comments on the on the the actual blog page, which I suggest that people check out because it has always a bit more information about what has been discussed in the podcast on it, and like some links to some of the stuff and. Places where you can get music that is played and find books that we talk about and stuff like that. So that's that's a place. Also, in addition, some stuff is going to be posted on that blog, including additional episodes and a different diff, ah, that, 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 and additional posts that are not going to be showing up in your your podcatcher or iTunes feed. So some more reasons to check out the actual blog at something to do podcast.blogspot.com. Again, that's something with no G to do podcast.blogspot.com so yeah we can keep talking about whatever the fuck we were saying totally go to that uh, share it share it yeah share it with your friends on christmas day i hope you share it on new year's i hope it shows up on the big apple there we go that would be incredible just a big blank screen no big old lights. <laughs> and you're talking to old toys like here we are the big apple something to do <laughs> I just just looking at just looking at Ed and Chris I'm like uh, I'm over my head I'm out <laughs> I can't do this I got cold feet there you're not go. even on picture <laughs> right you only exist as a silhouette <laughs> but uh, we're here today and um, there's this book that I'm really interested and I'm gonna get to reading myself but I was watching the uh, Daily Show with John Stewart on Comedy Central Monday through Thursday plug totally watch it. I don't even know what's happening. Blood? Plug. Plug. Oh. Blood. I don't even, I don't even know. Honestly, it's, you know what's messed up about it? I don't even watch the Daily Show like li- or currently on TV. I always watch on Hulu the next day. Yeah, if it's still the same as before, it comes on at 11 o'clock. Oh, 11 o'clock? Okay. Because I always like, catch I used it. to watch it like religiously every night, it was 11 o'clock. Okay, Colbert well, came on at 11.30. Okay, yeah. Because I don't watch it on TV. I always no, just, South Park comes on at 10. Okay. Because I always catch it the, episode, the next day that morning on Hulu. But uh, and then whatever watch bullshit they're trying to put between South Park and Daily Show, yeah. that's only going to last one season comes on at 10 30 oh okay yeah i don't even so, know what comes on there might be some sweet shit on at that slot now. uh the last recent episode i watched on day of the show he was interviewing a author by the name of jenny norberg she was God talking about a, a book that she's she's wrote written called the underground girls of Kabul. uh basically and like i said i haven't read the book myself yet but she explained the book and then also did yeah you know, we got some links posted that we can post on the blog itself because the story is actually pretty common but it was the gist of it was about and Afghan they, they focused on Afghanistan but I guess it happens in all those countries in that region um, it's a it's a common practice where women young girls are raised as young boys pretty much from now it's a choice by the parents because it's seen as procedures to have a young boy as opposed to a young girl and it's kind of a don't ask don't tell kind of thing going on where they'll dress their young daughters as boys have them go out and tell everybody that they're boys uh even if they have to get like little jobs here and there that only little kids can get 
which is kind of terrible when you think about it. But uh, so they're like, all right, she can have a job. But then I guess the the messed up thing is uh, when that young girl becomes of age, like puberty wise, society and basically everybody expects is for them to kind of snap back to being girls. So for you have a human being that was raised primarily as just a boy now, and you have to mind you in these kind of patriarchal countries where women don't have that many decent rights anyways the uh she pointed out that there's a lot of different examples each of them have their own like examples but i guess the overall theme was that she was trying to highlight was how confusing it is for a person to basically have been raised seeing one part of their own society as the lesser and then now they're being forced to become that and so i guess it's confusing and it was a really interesting you know like story and so you read into it and it's kind of like I, I started thinking about um we don't have that here obviously we don't have that in america but there are a lot of weird double standards that kind of like i mean just double standards in general i guess I shouldn't say a lot of weird they're just double standards in general between men and women that i wouldn't say are comparable to that but there's a strength like okay the best example i can think of is the way in which we can we tell young men and women to conduct themselves like when they first go to college like i remember when i first went to school the advice that my dad gave me going to school for the first time was probably light years different than what he had to tell my little sister so what was that advice uh well for me he he pretty much like just got close to me put his hand around my arm was like he put his arm around my shoulders like it's a lot of girls out here. Just uh, wear protection and uh, be safe, be smart, have fun, and all that. You know, you figure, I don't know exactly what they're talking about, but I can imagine that I would have told my little sister, um, don't drink anything, don't walk outside Anywhere. at night by yourself, <laughs> don't, don't talk to people that look like they're in a group of three or more. Don't, you know, this is like all this very terrible shit that could happen. And it's, you know, it's kind of messed up. We have to do that in general. But, uh, yeah, that's the world we are in. Thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're um, three heterosexual cis male human beings who are about to solve the sexism problem in America. Let's <laughs> so, do it. Just wanted to, <laughs> to throw that out there as a, a fact of existence on earth um giving it a shot yeah we've got this like oh i don't know i, I said that statement because i always feel like I, every time i start talking i feel like yeah this is a definitive statement <laughs> uh like not just the podcast or ed but like of how things are I'm like i i don't i don't fucking know i'm just a dude but it seems to me as though like we have this weird relationship with women where though i i do i think that they are the actual population majority yeah power wise they're the minority uh i think population wise i think women are they like slightly edge us out and yeah in terms of population like yeah. maybe 55 percent or 60 percent or mm -hmm. something yeah um, i think just worldwide just in yeah the yeah yeah. World. yeah women yeah there's more women in the world than women men, tend so. to be born slightly more often than men mm -hmm. but they like the the power wise they are they're a minority and, and yeah I was going to say virtually, but I don't think I even need that word in every country Ask, in yeah, the world. Yeah. Um, and it seems like we've got this strange relationship with like society and women where we, on one hand, 
it's, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like teenagers. Like, on one hand, like, we really want to protect them, which is really condescending because that means they can't take care of or protect themselves. And on the other hand, we're kind of, like, scared of what they might be capable of. Or, then, like, or you can see it as we covet them, which can encompass both. We covet them as, like, these objects, but you shouldn't see them as objects because, like, uh, or at least with countries like that. Or, I mean, it's happened just... I mean, here. Oh. Yeah, here, like too. The, yeah, I shouldn't I, just say I don't want to isolate Charlie, but, like, we were talking about earlier with this uh, Spider-Woman cover that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reversal and how it's kind of bullshit. Um, I will put the picture in the... Damn, they don't have the whole thing on this. Uh, thing. I, I, I mean, I don't know anything about oh, comic books really. But I, always, I always enjoy watching you guys talk about. It. Well, this isn't not. even really a comic book thing, though. Like, He's all you need show to you see is picture. this is uh, an image. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, not destroying all of the. But they, the this is the image, see. and people got real pissed off that, about it because she's like mm. in this provocative pose, and her ass is in the air, and all of this shit. And it's like, oh, this sexualization yeah. of yeah. of women thing, which is. Uh, like I was saying earlier, is fucked up and bullshit because if you've ever seen a Spider-Man comic... Is that a real person? Character, no, yeah, that's a, a character. I mean, she's a real character. character. This is not a photograph. This is a drawing. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, the artist... And I think also people take that out of context because, I mean, the artist in particular who drew that, he's known for making close to pornographic material yeah but at the book. same time i've seen so many close-ups no, uh, yeah. of peter parker's crotch no i'm yeah i'm and for that and his yeah. ass for that matter and there are actually I'll, I'll put some of these in the liner notes also yeah. there are several covers of peter parker as spider-man yeah. and miles morales for that matter mm-hmm. where he's in this exact identical exact pose, pose and it's not yeah. a it's not an issue because he's a dude yeah but I, we see a woman who's doing the same thing we automatically have to sexualize her mm-hmm. and then now it's offensive because we have Forced her into the sexual position where it doesn't have to be that way. It's not. I look at this. I'm like, okay, she's fucking climbing a building like a fucking spider can. Maybe, she's spider woman. That's what she does. Maybe he's filling in that role that he's like, I always draw this guy's crotch, <laughs> and he's like, you know, that's for the casual gay man. And he's <laughs> like, the, got, the guy, the guy, the guy who oh, like, he likes it. All comic book guys <laughs> are actually just casual <laughs> gay guys. I mean, that's what he said. Before. Everybody's <laughs> a little gay on the side. South Park. You know, yeah, everybody's <laughs> a little gay, so. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that, again, that's just another double, st- like, example of, like, the literal double standard. We hold women to a different standard than we hold men, so even doing the exact same thing in the exact same scenario yeah. with, well, she's got different powers, but, you know, same scenario, like, we look at it differently because of, like, this fucked up notions that we have inside our heads. And, I mean, to go back to... um yeah, uh, this uh, the book that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I shit, I don't. I, I want to compare it to something here, but I can't really. We don't really have anything something. like that. I'm sure there's like something that might be equally as fucked up, but They're I probably... can't like think of it because uh, there's so much to unpack there. It's like yeah. one, the fact that women are have a fucked up situation in the country or in the area. Then that's like the biggest example of like nature versus nurture because at this point you have these young girls who at this point they've been raised as boys for 13 odd years they hit puberty like i said because once they hit the puberty age they're expected to go back to being women have children and all that stuff but it's like i've been wanting to play soccer and do all this stuff and now all of a sudden 
I have to go meet a dude who Which is the other I problem, may not though. be attracted to a guy, but it's like it forces them into it. Some of the girls actually, from the stories I read, just, just like related to it, they still would have arranged marriages from birth, but there's but the parents are still actively raising them as boys. So it's like, I know I'm raising you as a little boy, but I also set you up to get married when you're 14. So she, she's got an arranged marriage yeah, to this uh, while to still potentially be, like this kid that she's been growing up yeah, with. Yeah, but it's like, hey, but you're going to have to, you know, and it's like, that's crazy. And just the, the psychological effects alone for each individual child, that's ridiculous. No freedom and decision. But yeah, there's I, no I, freedom. I, which is a whole other like there's so to much problem. stuff too. Like, yeah, there's so much stuff too. Yeah, there's the 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 lack of an an act. Yeah, because the kid basically doesn't have an identity. Yeah, they're not allowed to have they're, one, and it's completely fabricated by the people around them. And then the identity they became comfortable with, you're basically telling them it has an end date. And then even from the I mean, it's still it's not even their identity though. Yeah, That's somebody no, else's like fucking it, idea. Well, it's somebody's. But think about it like this: there's an I mean, are they, are they growing? Are they like being more like you know what? I'm going to act like a boy. No, somebody's like making them. Do that yeah, they're making that's what I mean. Has because then there's just the rights aspect. Because like I said, these young girls are watching as as still growing up as little boys. They're watching how women are treated in general, and it's kind of like, wow, being a woman sucks. And but then it's kind of like, oh yeah, in a couple of years, it's gonna be me. So it's kind of like this weird nihilism to it where it's like, wow, excuse me, well, it's like holy shit, I'm gonna basically be that thing that is wrong to be. Apparently, like you'd have some societies that pretty much tell you, oh. Glad I'm a guy. I don't have to deal with those things. But for a little girl who basically knows that eventually she's gonna have to act like a little girl now, that must be horrifying a little bit to want to. Well, it wouldn't be like a little girl. She's well, she's yeah, like she'd be like a, a woman. Yeah, now. she'd be a little boy who's basically gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be a woman soon, and that's the scariest thing to me because I've been seeing how they treat women, and it's not that great. So it, it's it's a lot of layers to that. That was, it was oh, really I interesting. What the, what the society's relationship and where where is this? Uh, Kabul was in Kabul? Afghanistan. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I wonder what yeah. the because I'm not super familiar with the the social structure or anything, but I wonder what the society's relationship is with their children in the first place. Because I, as far as I understand, a lot of times in situations like this, the children otherwise wouldn't have very many rights or um, agency to choose their identity in the first place. No, I don't, I don't believe so. Which is why, and it's it kind of sucks because we tend to, we tend to look to, we tend to lump women and children together mm-hmm. as like a group when, yeah, we are forcing them, and this we is the royal we in terms of uh, the vast majority of societies on earth. We tend to force them into these similar roles, which are which shouldn't be equivalent and don't really make much sense because kids don't kids don't know shit no. about shit. So yeah, they need a certain set of limits and guidance and restrictions on the shit that they can do because they don't know shit about shit. And if they, unless they want to just go live in the woods with wolves or some shit, they have to learn some shit about how to interact in the society in which they live. But grown ass women, that kid will know how to keep it real. <laughs> like, yeah. grown ass women have grown up in this society like they've had some time to process shit and figure shit out and learn some shit yeah and so to to lump them into that category is kind of fucked up and i don't know every time i like 
try to make uh, an actual statement about the story, I just get like confused because it's like because you don't have fucking, anything to compare it to here. It's like we don't yeah. one, too many layers and shit. Yeah, but it's so much more than just like Can oh, we just little talk girls. About, like the yes, all women hashtag. Well, okay. To bring to simple it down to bring because uh, I also brought just the idea of the double standards thing. That's a separate well, no, yeah, issue. I mean, go go ahead. I'm being facetious. No, I know. Yeah, but no, it is a hard thing to compare it to in terms of what well, we have to deal with pizza. here. But uh, oh, you yeah, have to call for a pizza, man. You that, better better earn your key. What bro. a what a tangent. <laughs> what a tangent. But no, double standards. Is that oh. what you, you think? When also, you think of women, you think of pizza. You think of pizza. What is going on on the other side whoa, of this whoa, table? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Doesn't everybody think of pizza <laughs> when you think of women? They call me hell. They call me Stacy. They call me her. So everybody heard about it's an old story at this point, but everybody heard the Ray Rice thing, right? Um, I just figured we should bring because I, I it was kind of a big thing. So he he like he, Ray Lewis handled that very well when they asked him. <laughs> he he handled it very politically. He did. He, yeah. I don't know who Ray Lewis is. He he was also a football player for the same team. He killed a guy, yeah, and oh, so shit. people was kind of combining the two stories like. OJ, like, oh, OJ their names Kyle. are both Ray. No, they was on the same team. It's like, and they're on both, the Ravens. They was on the Ravens, and they both kind of, yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray slapped somebody. Ray killed somebody. What do you guys know about it? It's like, I, I'm not going to talk about it. you guys think it's like Ray Lewis is like a refrigerator with tennis shoes, and he's like, <laughs> right. there over people and linemen in front of him. Basically. He's a scary man. But, basi- but basically, uh, so you know what Run, run through the story for us. Okay, uh, Ray Rice, uh, originally there was a video that was released by TMZ, and in the video, it was him coming out of the elevator with his, at the time, fiance, she was like unconscious, and he was like dragging her out, so people was like, hmm. Was Solange in there with him? (laughs) (laughs) That was not funny. That was was (laughs) funny because because then that makes it, well, I I love Solange knows, but... She like is, she, she makes much better music in my opinion than her sister, but no, nah, sister can still get it. But Solange <laughs> is awesome, but like it's it's point it makes sense because nah, that's that's it, a yeah. story about elevator like a woman stuff. and in the elevator and like well, she, actually, she yeah, beats up combined. the guy right. And yeah, so it's like it's it's female empowerment. Right? Yeah, I may that's, I may actually come back to it because it was the overall point. I, was, I guess so. Yeah, the story that uh, so first it was the initial video that released, and the NFL they decided that they were going to suspend. Uh, Rice for I think it was two or two games, two or three games. But it the season had just started, so he would just been out the first two games. Uh, then I I believe it was like what a week or two later, a video from a different angle from within the actual elevator itself released, showing him knocking the dog shit out of her. Like it wasn't even just like a small like he punched her. He like hit her so hard like. He basically like he he summoned the speed force a bit and he hit her that fast and then she, like her head banged against the pole like in the elevator wall or something like that and then you see the part where he drags her out. So so it wasn't a thing when people saw him drag his unconscious wife. See, here's the thing: is, is they're married, right? The wife. Uh, now they're married. At the time, she was his fiance. Okay. But I guess uh, so. What like nobody. 
There wasn't anybody around when he... No, nobody, because I guess people were... I mean, people was using common sense where it was like, if he's dragging her from out of the elevator, it's like, well, obviously he hit her. But because there was no actual explicit video of it happening, people's like, well, he still hit her. What are you going to do, NFL? So I think the NFL only reacted just because the public wanted something, but they weren't going to fire him. But then after the video came out where you actually explicitly see her hit him, I mean, him hit her, I'm sorry, uh, then it became... Oh well, we gotta fire him, so they suspend him indefinitely for. Technically, I think only for this season. So it's not like he's done. done. That's not what indefinitely means. Well, <laughs> well, that's what he's. Well, yeah, when they used it, they meant for just the this season. But that they never banned him from it. Let's put this. They never. They didn't. There's a difference. When oh, okay, he's, he's not Martin Lawrence on SNL. Yeah, like it's a difference when the when the NFL suspends you as opposed to when they banned him. They never lifelong banned him. They just said he's done for the seasons, which is basically a year of work. Uh, so at this point, it's kind of weird because honestly, and, and I, I guess I should put this as a highlight. I don't condone violence against women whatsoever. I don't, and this is kind of, it's going to be its own subject in itself. I don't, I feel like there's a butt coming and I'm not comfortable with that. No, no, (laughs) I don't condone violence against women, but no, I don't, I don't condone violence against women. I would never hit a woman. I never have. I don't agree with men who do it. I don't think he should have lost his job. For it. Only because, and this is a whole separate issue in itself, which I won't highlight on, but I don't think that, because I remember somebody made a comment about it with that situation. I don't think that your personal has anything to do with your, pri- your I mean, your private life has anything to do with your professional life. Some people think that it does, but I think that they're, him playing, him hitting his wife while still wrong and not right has nothing to do with his ability to play football. So, you know what I think? Go ahead. I don't think that he should have lost his job because he hit his wife either. Yeah. I think that he should have lost his job because he was unable to go to work because he was in jail. <laughs> well, actually, she didn't. She never filed charges because the incident itself happened months like prior to it being. Revealed. That's not a civil case, though. No, it's not a civil case. That's but, a criminal but, case. Well, the people file that charge. I don't know. I'm not sure how the law. That's assault, bro. Well, assault is a criminal offense. But she would have to press charges. Well, somebody, the state, it depends on what state happens, though, into, doesn't it? I guess. I don't know what state it happens. As far as I understand, like, if I, if I, like, beat up somebody, and regardless of whether they got that person presses, well, I don't know, because they got, like, all those domestic dispute shits, too. It is different by state by state, because I believe that, yeah, like, I I get what you mean. Like, if you just, if I just jump somebody, and if they don't press charges, I should still be, like, file charges against me. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't, I don't. I say that I don't think that there should be a a law that yeah. that dictates that the NFL has to fire this guy. Oh, for and technically, doing no, that. They, they didn't do and, it by law of purpose. Yeah, and they're, they and they're not. But what they are doing is they don't they they know that in order they in order to to maintain a positive public opinion, they have to take some sort of action against to show that they are different yeah. and separate themselves from uh, Ray Rice, and that's what they're opinion. doing. Yeah, that was more the court of public opinion, and I, I have no problem with that. So, if you, it's the same shit as a uh, as a uh, to me, that's the same shit as as um, talking about the guy who was going to get drafted, but they all dodged him because he was gay. 
No, so I, don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sam about Wilson. Or Sam Wilson. They, they still. He's he did, with, did, uh, did he get picked up by anybody? Yeah. Uh, oh, because I thought he got shut out completely, and that was no, just that ridiculous. was where everybody was. I just heard there was like a, an out gay football player. He doesn't yeah. start though. Yeah. He doesn't start yeah. though. But he. Where was he from? Indiana. Indiana or something like that. But, but he, the team he's with. he was. He was just like he was like leading in like sacks and tackles. Like, like, this was, guy was a. He was beast. number eight on the draft. He was number eight on the draft. This is when like my eyes glaze over like like Charlie's. When we talk about combos, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know anything about any of these people who play I just, sports I just ball. Know, I just know some of this stuff by like force because my roommate, he loves sports. Like he, he is just like. He, See, he I don't sh- get that. I just force like, reference right, I either because I don't, I don't watch Star Wars. So, <laughs> we're like, we just gotta sit here. He's like, he's like, you're gonna watch this thing about Calvin Johnson, Johnson, and why he's amazing. And he plays for Detroit right now. He's a wide receiver. And he came here in 2007, and then we, we just got we we're horrible next year. We got that 0 and 16, but that's when I became a fan of them because I was Michael like, Michael Sam only mm. become better. He got he and, only become better. Yep. Michael, where, he was now. he got drafted in the seventh round. Michael Sam was the first openly gay. Yeah. He with the Rams now, okay. but yeah, because okay. okay, but here's 2001 the thing. champs. <laughs> <So that's> what, <laughs> yeah, but uh, here's the thing. So if if public opinion can make them feel that Ray Rice should be fired for something he did. He should be fired from his job for something he did in a personal com- – well, not the personal confines of his home, but it was still a personal altercation. Uh, imagine in reverse the Solange and uh, Beyonce thing. What if, say, people were like, oh, we should boycott – like, I don't. I didn't see people saying we should boycott Solange. I mean, I'm pretty sure – I don't know what that story Solange. was all about because I actively avoided, like, watching it. All no. I know is that apparently Solange, I think, hit Jay-Z, which I have zero problems with at all. <laughs> Well, but but you, you, Solange knows Solange, uh, Beyonce's, Beyonce's sister, sister. She's also a recording. Yeah, artist. for people who and she makes much more rock. interesting music than her sister. Yeah, people who sleep under a rock. Uh, there was a <laughs> some incident that happened. She long does. Ago. Oh no, yeah, I heard Jay Z got beat up. I just didn't know by who. She yeah, yeah she like struck at him. But it's funny, like just the differences <laughs> of how people reacting. Like uh, <laughs> so, is this a, is this a like double standard thing that like a woman can beat up can hit a guy, but a, a guy bit. Can hit and a we woman. don't like shun her as opposed to like think about. Now I mean, did she knock Jay Z unconscious? No, but she did. So then we're already talking about two entirely different leagues. Oh yeah, yeah. There are different essence of uh, what happened in terms of the severity of it. But I guess I mean yeah, that's, just that, keeping that, that just is a very play. good point to mention yeah. because Ray Rice did drag he did his wife out her. of the yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah and and I'm she not, was like caveman style. He's like, oh yeah, she, if she's yeah. A, so I, so I, 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 should, I think that does make she's, a bit of yeah. A let me let me clarify that. Yeah, he did knock the like I said. I just said it myself. He knocked the dog shit out of her. Like he, it was crazy. But also in that scenario, from what I understand, again, I'm just I'm uh, everything I'm saying is like secondhand because I didn't watch the video because I didn't care about this story. But Beyonce was there too, right? She it was like the three of them in an elevator. In corner but they were there was the three yeah, of them it was in three people, well, four people. It was, it was Beyonce, Solange. So it Jay-Z wasn't like a situation me. where Solange was like, "I'm going to take advantage of the fact that there's nobody else here, and I'm going to fucking beat up and knock Jay Z unconscious yeah. because yeah. I fucking can." Because I'm so mad at him right now. Yeah, like that. That situation is entirely different. Yeah, it's different. I, I would I would say a better uh, parallel of, would be like, uh, is, is Duck Dynasty still on the air? Uh, I think I've so. I think, really I think I think it. it actually still stayed on the air. I I never watched it, but I heard that it never got canceled. Cause there was a there was that, that uh, story a while an, ago where one of the guys on Duck Dynasty said some homophobic shit, yeah, and uh, I think it's on Sorry, TNT. Homophobic, not anti-homophobic. <laughs> I think the show is, comes on TNT. I don't know. A and E. 
A and E, I believe. And the, the company was talking about uh, canceling the show or banning them from the show Something or like taking that. the shit off of the air, which is and people got like pissed off about it. Of course, it was a lot of bigots who got pissed off, well, but like people got pissed about off that. about it. But the, and the reason they got pissed off was the basically the same argument that you mm. were making for the NFL now. Uh, where okay, the whole time I'm like, well, shit, that's fucking A and E's fucking prerogative. They don't want this guy, if they don't want this guy to be representing their network, yeah. then which and possibly limiting their funding which is their entire point of existence mm-hmm. the same way the nfl doesn't want any shit associated with them that is going to put people off of the nfl yeah like, i'm sure if they could find some way to like incorporate some fucking spider-man or doctor who shit in there hmm. to get people like me to want to watch that shit that they would do it because their whole shit is we want to make as much money as fucking possible which so is losing with they don't one. Because with the Duck Dynasty thing, I mean, because I do remember the Nacho was bringing it up because I forgot about it because I never watched Duck Dynasty. I guess the only thing that's yeah, weird that's why about I didn't know that if it was still on the air. Is uh, I, uh, a redneck said redneck things and people got mad. Like, I don't no, expect I, many rednecks it, to be very. Yeah, it's really funny. That you, of, yeah. It's really funny you bring that because people are like, Somebody needs to reform that man. It's like he's like eighty nine. Yeah, he's like, eighty nine. He lives in the woods. He's on a show called Duck Dynasty. What do you think? Have you he seen feels his wardrobe? About? His wardrobe has been the same thing for at least the last eighty nine. Like years. I, I had no idea who the character was. I thought but they were like camouflage. They like that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, they like they hunt ducks, right? So he my walks, limited, he'll they walk hunters. into a Walmart in the middle of an urban metropolis like Detroit and just be wearing some camos and be like, I'm blending in. So yeah, you're yeah. blending in with some concrete. So yeah, my limited uh, interaction with that change. show, I'm just like, just what did you expect from the 60 year old man who lives in a swamp? Right. Like, what that doesn't, but still, no, that doesn't negate, like, just, that doesn't I, take away the the idea that well, shit, we don't want to be associated with this negative idea. Yeah. So we're gonna disassociate ourselves from this person. Yeah. Well, like if like okay, say for instance, even on this podcast, if I say like fucking oh you know them fucking rotten jews or whatever like you can't trust them or like a bunch of like anti-semitic anti-jewish bullshit like nobody should blame you guys if you're like whoa maybe we don't want to be a part of this shit anymore too strong because this guy is on some other shit and we don't want to be associated with that shit because that's going to damage our brand i mean maybe you guys aren't as worried about damaging your brand as i um, but I think about that sort of shit. No, lot. I mean, no, it's a and relevant. It's the, a relevant thing to yeah, consider. Yeah, it really is because it can affect your career. Anyway, I mean, you, make you know, yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. what the NFL is doing. We this yeah. shit could well, potentially I, damage our brand. We don't want to be associated with this. We need to disassociate ourselves from it. You can't come to work anymore. Culturally Jewish over here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So is that <laughs> supposed to stop Jewish, me from? Jewish, Jewish. No, but I was just like, there's you a said, reason you why you it. sit on the outside yeah. of the table for me, bro. All right, all right, I got it. But just just that said, we got two black. Man and a Jew in the room. This will be a successful podcast. This will be successful. The podcast and the comedy that does the best are Jews and blacks. It was like it sounds like like a a black people. Don't call us black. Sorry. Yeah, that sounds like a, a record label now. Uh, like uh, are we fair blacks. now? Is that what it is? It is fair slate. We're going to shake on it. Want to high five it? Let's Where high five. Here? We're going to high five. We got to do it right in front. Of Thanks, right. guys. Here. Oh, that was, that was oh. Come on, man. One, two, three. Yeah. There we go. That got thrown over there. <laughs> well, okay. Whatever. <laughs> what, that brings us back to the interest. What I thought about then should uh, because I guess move because yeah, I can't really compare a a big because yeah, the slime thing was different, but the but I do like the argument that somebody made. Where like, do you think that that's true about like your private 
should reflect like should uh companies like that because i i get why the nfl did i purely get why they did exam well, to be associated with but do you think that realistically like if we look it's at a, it from it's a just, different thing if though. we look at it differently from the and that's somebody in the public eye as well so i guess right that's what i'm saying like if i if i go to my job well if my if my manager or whatever my job <laughs> finds out like oh shit ed is into like fucking Slapping his real deviant fucking sex acts and shit all the time that shit has nothing to do with my job. I'm gonna go grab the pizza. Nobody, thanks. No, that That's shit. A really bad injection. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit has nothing to do with my job because my job doesn't involve me being in the public eye. Yeah. So nobody would like even if that shit did come out like to somebody other than just like my manager in this mm -hmm. scenario, yeah. nobody would care because nobody cares who the fuck I am. Mm -hmm. At least not yet. Hopefully, you know, keep <laughs> uh, giving us those positive reviews in iTunes, please. <laughs> But like that, that wouldn't matter to that doesn't matter to your to your average regular everyday person so much as it does for a public figure. And this is the same thing that well, you guys out there don't know, but this is one of the things I brought up when we were talking last week about the um the the women who had their shit hacked, hacked yeah. and had people get into their their iCloud account or whatever. Now, I I do think that it's fucked up that people hack their accounts and. It's unfortunate that they had shit that was stolen from them, and that's not some shit that was happening, and I don't endorse that in any way. However, there are different ways you have to approach shit when you are a public figure. And granted, again, the lines are kind of blurred too now because everybody can like produce shit and everybody's kind of broadcasting all the time. Mm. But still, like, I can't, I don't, I can't approach my life in the same way that uh, fucking. Uh, Brad Pitt should be approaching his life because our shits are completely incongruent. Like if if fucking Brad Pitt sends some crazy text to his girlfriend or his mom or whatever, and somebody come like manages to find some way to get that text, he can't be as upset about that as if that happens to me because he is a public figure who people are actively trying to do that sort of shit to all the time, and he needs to take steps to protect it to protect himself. And a lot of people actually do. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of people who aren't like fucking camera all the time and shouldn't have some sense of privacy and have like a bifurcation in their public and private lives, even on the celebrity scale. <clears throat> but there's like there's a different level there. So if I'm like like again like if you are if you are in public and like this shit can affect your shit, like if some bad shit comes out about me, it's not gonna affect my job because nobody cares to make that connection even. Mm -hmm. But if some bad shit comes out about fucking um steve bashimi mm -hmm. if something fucked up comes about steve comes out about steve bashimi he's on boardwalk empire now mm -hmm. like that can affect what happens with boardwalk empire so the producer of boardwalk empire might want to distance himself from steve bashimi because some shit came out that can be associated through to their show through him yeah no yeah i do i do agree i mean it can't a, affect because that's just like how uh brian singer back a little bit before days of future past came out um, that whole allegations of the child molestation charges that came out. Did you hear about that? I I don't. I did not. I don't know what. You're oh talking oh. About. Uh, the director of the X Men of the first two X Men films, as well as Usual Suspects and all that stuff, Brian Singer. Uh, I, I want to say it happened like literally like I want to say a month or two before the actual movie premiered itself. Uh, somebody had released allegations that apparently when they was younger he like sexually molested some some boy or something like that in Hawaii. Something singer those, did, yeah. Singer, and he's a kid huh. as a boy, uh, yeah. I guess the guy or huh. the the alleged victim said that it happened when he was like 
12 or something like he's older now but it happened then and so because this was so so, so singer as a kid no not singer singer was an adult it happened okay. in when, when i think he said it happened in like kind of the late 90s or so Okay. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, singer is. I'm, yeah, I but, was trying to get but, like the yeah, story but no, straight. the guy with the the guy accusing him now was a kid at the time okay. when it happened. But he accused he's accusing Brian Singer of uh, of sexually molesting him and stuff like that. And I guess um, since this was so close to around that time when you know that cycle where the the directors and actors are pretty much out there promoting the movie really hard, he mm-hmm. stepped away from it. So like he was in no interviews anymore because he yeah. was like he doesn't want the focus to be everybody bring that up when he's supposed to be talking about the movie. Yeah. So he stepped out of the line. And at one point, people were unsure because this is supposed to be the X Men Apocalypse movie, and people were wondering, uh, well, with that going on, are you guys still gonna? Is Fox and everything still gonna hold to him being the director of it? With every, I guess he still is now. It's pretty much brushed under the rug. I mean, whatever they've done privately, we don't yeah. know, but. Nobody bring it up anymore. There hasn't been any really developments in the case or story. So it sounds like it got brushed under the rug and it handled it. But at the time, it was like it just happened while they're trying to promote the new movie. So it was like, oh, well, yeah, he just stepped back. and was like, all right, well, let's just go talk to Hugh and uh, Matt Vaughn, the writer of the movie. Don't worry about me. I'm not here. I didn't make it. And then he just left. Like He pretty disassociated with himself with the movie for like the last home stretch there. So yeah, I, I get that where I, especially those big companies in the public eye. I guess I guess it's more just like a. I just more look at it just from the practical standpoint of it. Like I do totally understand. Like yeah, you, but I, I guess mainly just for me because I can't see myself in the public light. I mean, I would like to be, but I can't see myself as a public person in the public eye. I can only think about myself as a public person. Cause I can't put myself in that mindset as I've never had to experience it. But it's just like, I would imagine that I wouldn't want something I do in my private life to affect my professional or whatever. Like, like I'm, or I, I don't believe tickets? in, I don't believe in, yeah. And I also don't believe in the idea that how, because like I'm going off of the comment that I remember somebody made. I don't believe that how you conduct yourself privately is a, cause like how I act at my job is nowhere how I am like privately. Like right. even how I am here, so to so, so to say that, I mean, I don't. Then again, it's really ambiguous. Like if I was to go back to the Ray Rice example, you, he's a football player. Football in its nature is a violent game, so I can't really say a guy hitting a girl is so much different than him. But slapping. every every guy who plays football. Doesn't oh yeah 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 I don't want to say that either they're not prone to violence I'm I'm just saying like I can't really like if if you draw a if you make a correlation between yeah and violence then now we have a problem with football yeah I don't I don't and that's the other thing that the NFL doesn't want you to do yeah want you to make a correlation between football which is a strange thing it's a strange thing because it's basically a a sport predicated on violence but somehow we don't want to make it seem violent at all it's like no that's the basis of it excuse me. Well, I don't, well, so kind of. I mean, but like that's that's a different thing. That's a focused sort of. Yeah. Vi- that's it's and it's a violence that everybody's agreed on, and it's a violence that has rules. Versus outside of like, if yeah. if if a guy got tackled on out like in the parking lot the way he got tackled on field, <laughs> that's assault. Oh yeah, that's an assault. You know that it, that makes a difference. The yeah. the con that context makes the difference. Yeah. And I'm not saying that football isn't a violent sport. 
Or that's just like how. But I am saying that, like, the end. I can definitely understand why the NFL doesn't want you to make the association between football and violence in regular everyday life, or football and hitting your wife, or football and beating your kids with a stick. Uh, That actually just happened. Did you you hear about uh, Adrian Peterson? Who? He's also another no. I've heard. Player. I heard about the story. I just like. I don't. Oh, again, okay. I don't. Yeah. I haven't been following. I just like fucking pop culture yeah. osmosis. He uh, he also got uh, charged because apparently it was revealed that he whoop, whoops his kids. So I don't know what they did to him. Actually, I'm not sure how they went about that. I don't know if they suspended him for a game or two. They didn't do anything harsh like fire him, but they susp- I think they suspended him for a game. That that is a a different sort of weird to me. Cause and like I said, I've been like super following yeah. the story. I just like heard somebody mention it's like, yeah, the guy beat up his wife, and then another guy like beat up his kid with a switch. Um, and so I don't know like if he like did he like beat him in the face or something or like no he just just make him he, bleed. He or? Whip, I mean they no, but he just basically said he whip he whoops his kids. He he used a switch that time. And that was it. I mean, I mean, because that's a that's a, a fairly common trope. Does, so I would imagine yeah, that, like, if there if that was all there was to it, that somebody would I'd hear more about people speaking out against. Yeah, it was bullshit. But it wasn't. Yeah, but from what I've heard from the story, it wasn't like he like beat the kid and somebody found him beating him bloody. All he it wasn't even anybody thought he just said that he does. He's. I think somebody found out that he whooped his kid with a switch. I think it's so much more. People are adding the fact that he used a switch, which is weird because it's not a. He's if a you black ask, guy? huh? He a black guy? Yeah, yeah. If you if you ask people, especially well, I don't I don't know if people realize this, but if you've grown up in a predominantly southern family, that's a normal thing. I mean, it's not the same. I mean, as not right just or less predominantly. Well, yeah, I guess it, you're talking about like where people came from. Yeah. So the idea of that happening, I'm while I'm pretty sure there is a sect of people who are just so shocked that this happened. Is, I'm pretty sure, and I don't have to guess the numbers. There's a majority of people are just like, so what? You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own. Hey guys, it's uh, it's Ed again. Um, I don't actually have anything that I need to bring up right now. Um, you know, maybe in the future, this will be the sort of time where we'll take breaks to, you know, give big ups and words to our sponsors. Um, but we don't have any sponsors. So um, I'm really just taking advantage of this time to, you know, talk and give a a little bit of space for this song which i just found which is fucking awesome i don't know it's, it's like epic and like i don't know not really transcendent but it, it it takes you to a time and a place and makes you want to feel ways about stuff so um yeah this is just an excuse for me to play the entirety of this song instead of the snippets that i i usually do and i hope you guys like it i hope you dig it and i hope you're digging the conversation and where it's going so far um yeah that's uh that's just about it um so yeah in the future we might have uh more important stuff to put here right now i'm just trying to hopefully not get copyright infringed upon or commit copyright infringement so anyway uh regardless the song is awesome hope you guys are enjoying yourself 
Um, and I'm going to like always stop talking so we can get back to the good parts. Oh, oh shit, there's a crescendo coming up. So dig this part right now. Zoe Quinn, that's her fucking name. Okay. Was his, uh, I guess his, well, well, his motive. What does she do? So, um, <clears throat> she had this, uh, this ex-boyfriend or whatever. And, um, like, he, like, I guess was bitter about their breakup. So he, like, went on these uh, few internet forums and, like, posted all this shit about uh, Quinn and, like, all the shit that she's supposed to have done to, like, try to advance her career and, like, all this crazy shit about how she's, like controlling the gaming industry with her uh feminine wiles and all this shit and she's like an indie video game like, you know, programmer and shit like or, yeah okay. she's she, yeah she's like an indie video game producer and shit okay. so she's not like it's not like she's fucking um who the fuck is making she's not bungee okay or call or, or fucking some shit like that I you said bundy at first i was like well, <laughs> no nah, bungee the people who made uh, uh ted bundy that is wild yeah peggy bundy Really? <laughs> um, yeah, so she and so like it turned into this whole like fucking thing with like all these other guys who were coming together like trying to research her and like find out all the shit about her life and find out all these details and shit and like pulls the shit up and talking about her like she's some like great whore who's got this master plan to take over everything with fucking <clears throat> and all this shit and of course none of this shit is true and none of this shit is relevant anyway. But because the the video gaming industry has such a fucked up relationship with women, it like just spiraled out of control. And on top of the fact that there is this like men's rights shit going on on the internet now, which I don't, I actually I get it, but it's still dumb as hell. If you're a men's rights activist, like if you know what that is and you are one and you're listening to this podcast, fuck you, you're dumb as That's shit. That's just like how there's, you're dumb as fuck. There's uh, heterosexual act activists like that's so dumb to me like oh we have straight pride it's like we we don't like the people we do have straight pride I'm proud to be straight yeah I'm proud to be straight I'm proud to hey, be who I am I'm proud to be my complexion I'm proud of my hair I've been dropping meat and I'm proud of my, in my lap all night like, I dropped pepperoni <laughs> on the floor I ate you better it, be proud of that sausage. shit though Rush you gotta get <laughs> the fuck out I'm proud of bro. this I'm proud of this if you're not proud of your shit <laughs> fuck you <laughs> You should have low self-esteem. You get no. out of here. So, yeah. Fuck but me. there's a difference between <laughs> that and fucking being a bigot. Hating gay people. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a difference. In that. But they always come off as like, yeah, we don't like the fact that straight gay people get a gay pride uh, parade to show their gayness. We don't get a straight pride parade. I'm like. You do, though. You do. It's called Just every parade. Life. That's not yeah. a gay pride parade. Yeah, every day. What if I, we did get to own something as iconic as a rainbow, though? 
I mean, but you have to ask yourself, they, what, what, what would a like a straight they ride? The <laughs> they both okay. Fucking Mario Kart, man. Yeah. What, 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 what constitutes Rainbow a, Road? Uh, <laughs> what constitutes a straight pride parade? Like, what do you imagine no, when I'm you not, hear a straight pride? That's parade? every parade. That's I, what I'm saying. Every, even I, then, it, like, what do you every want? parade that's not specifically a gay pride a parade is basically a straight pride parade. Yeah, you see, like a dude like walk up and slap like the balloons ass, like yeah, straightness. And it's like, at that point, it's like, do do women get one too, or is it just everybody dudes? gets something? Yeah. Everybody gets something. I mean, like black people get them. We just call them marches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we march ourselves. And enough, they're yeah. not as much fun, and you got to listen to a, a whole bunch of speeches and shit. Yeah, marches. Have it's like done. the opposite of parade. <laughs> marches are the worst thing. We made marches so ineffective, like after the sixties. Like, That's anyway. crazy. You guys make stuff cool, and you made something uncool. We well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. Don't get it twisted. You're, you're saying <laughs> that you stand still in a march. You kill the march. Like, we march, didn't kill the march. We kill it, but we just like it's a. I'm saying that because we're still heavily associated with it. Okay. Yeah, like that. It's like our thing. It's our thing. And then Chris is saying that it's ineffective. Mm. It's ineffective. But we didn't kill it, and no, we, yeah, we make it ineffective. It. White people did that shit. <laughs> Well, we never. They wasn't gonna have like marches for all types of shit. We never had a chance. We never knew a beat. We never had rhythm. (laughs) We don't. We never dressed well. We hold on. That's not true. Oh, because we didn't invent the army. Yeah, Hmm? and white people had to march in there. Well, wait. Did we invent the army? It depends on how you look at the army. I mean, there's always been a militarized force of every civilization. So. Not, yeah, there's the army picture. The full, the full metal jacket uh-huh. picture up there. But there's, yeah. I mean, if you want to look at an army, it's just totally any militarized force of any civilization. So everybody's had an army I mean, of something. I'm saying, though, but armies yeah. march. Yeah, armies march. And therefore, they have rhythm. Like, I don't know if black people invented does that. that. Does that mean that China has the most rhythm out of any army Technically, in the world? yeah. Have you ever seen the, the motherfuckers standing. break dance? That yeah. shit is amazing. They literally have stone statues of their guys still in rhythm. <laughs> just sitting there, just chilling. Like, yeah, we're all in unison, though. So fuck with us. So, so, by, so by Ed's assumption that they break dance... Hit <laughs> the largest breakdancing. And then, have you seen the Asians? Well, I mean, because they, I mean, breakdancing, and maybe this is just me because I have terrible rhythm and I can't dance. But breakdancing is basically the same shit, and it's using all the same fucking muscle groups as kung fu. So if you're the nation that spawned this Kung is so Fu, racist. You're, <laughs> no, no, I don't, I, I know, this is I don't actually think this is racist though, because Kung Fu is is a Chinese martial art. It came from Did Bruce Lee. It came from break China. Dance? Did Bruce Lee break and dance? So basically, Did Brendan Lee break dance? No. I'm sure that Bruce Lee could break dance. He probably could easily. Yeah. I'm sure. Anytime, I don't know. He might have been like a little, maybe not as fluid. He right was at, like too powerful right, to break dance. He right after like, he kicked Chuck Norris's kick ass and, like, on that one that one that one fight. Right after the scene, he just started doing windmills and shit and just spinning on his head. He was just like, boom, what's up, Chuck Norris? Your nose is broken. But then, like, he's fucking Bruce Lee, so instead of just regular windmills, he actually turned into a helicopter. He <laughs> like, just took off. Yeah, he, he just took off. Like, what the fuck happened to Bruce? He, he, all, of sudden, all of a sudden, Chuck Norris is like, Wright Brothers, who? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Right Brothers. Oh, that's terrible. So we established that. <laughs> we established. That was good. That was perfect. Oh. I'm bathing in that glory of that. Just make sure Bruce Lee going in a helicopter. Woo! And Chuck Norris is like, bleeding nose. 
<laughs> Texas walk is Walker Ranger. Uh, he's so fucking sick. powerful, man. Yeah, what else? Is, is, what else? Where else can he go but up? He is. Uh, he is our own real life. Chuck Norris may do push-ups, and when he does push-ups, he pushes the earth down. But Bruce Lee flies, <laughs> and you can't beat that. Bruce Lee doesn't fly. Bruce Lee moves the entire rest of the universe. Into a different position to put him where he wants he feels like being be. at that time. So he's not dead. He's on Mars. It's actually the same so explanation for how the future Rama ship works. Mm. Damn it! <laughs> Everything that? I say is dual layer, bitch. <laughs> I'm like a Blu-ray. Uh, I'm an HD DVD. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so basically, we can just take your microphone away because you're not in use anymore. Pretty much, yeah. I'm just. Obsolete. I'm pretty much like a Charlie, actually, Charlie a, Chaplin film. At this Charlie <laughs> That's just called film. Film. <laughs> Why do people always like? I feel like I always, I'm always doing that shit. Somebody's like, "Oh yeah, this is like a fucking tautology." Like I'm like a Charlie Chaplin film. Like yeah, that's still just shot on film. Like I'm shot on film though. Yeah. It's like hey, I'm like uh, I would hashtag that. Like, I'm like a tall basketball I'm on film. player. Yeah, that's I'm obvious. like he's a tall guy. You just say basketball player. You don't have to say both of them at the same time. Right. Like, oh, hey, I'm like a, a an American footballer who has a violence problem. You don't have to say the violence problem part. We already know that because you're an American <laughs> footballer. To bring it, I'm trying to bring it back around. Yeah, that's called a um, a callback. Call yeah, callback. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, because I don't want to say sports ball again, but we keep I, not thing, talking the about the, the shit. Thing, the we need to finish a topic. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. Thing, to, I'll all right, I thought I really thought that John Stewart. I know you're just like, all right, let go, go let ahead. him let Charlie go, talk. Go ahead. Like John Stewart, he's just like. Got <laughs> you would be talking about John Stewart. Yeah. Well, John Stewart, he went ahead and said, uh, he was like, Ray Rice, if you hit a if you hit a woman, you can't hit a man for six weeks. And it was like, uh, all right, well, that's a thing. That's a it's thing. like that was that was a very relevant argument, but I didn't know he yeah. got fired until he actually started talking. Yeah. I thought he was suspended for uh six weeks. I don't know what you're doing, but apparently, I, I, apparently Charlie tricked me into going off on a phone tangent again. Yeah, he Damn tricked it. you very hard. Why are you I coming back to? I want you to keep going. I was like, we had derailed this Ray Rice talk. Yeah, you was, was like, tricked you guys. The Ray Rice so. talk is already a derailment. You guys, we were talking about sexism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we're talking about sexism. Let me. I'm trying to think of. Some, oh, okay. Uh, a woman recently got uh, arrested a little while ago. I don't know if she's going to jail or not because it's still pending and stuff, but. She gave, I, I guess it's like some sexism, I guess, because it has to deal with abortion. So she gave her daughter a home abortion, apparently. Oh, this is in uh, Philadelphia? Or like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Or yeah. It's not in Philadelphia because one of the problems were, because I heard about this on Dan Savage's show, too. Yeah. Like, how, did, how did she? Well, apparently the daughter wanted, but something where it was prohibitively expensive for yeah, them was, to get to to get a regular rural area yeah. so there weren't like there wasn't like a clinic around they can go to and it was too expensive for them to to travel to right. a clinic and have to deal with all the clinics bullshit yeah. in order to have this abortion and the only other option was to either do it at home or to i guess let the child come to term so she ordered all she looked at her researcher really well she saw that there's like these two pills that you can order mm -hmm. and the combination would induce a miscarriage 
and it's basically the same thing that the doctor would give you. It's just you're just getting it at home, so it's like forty five bucks. Which so also she means that got, it's less uh, regulated and. Yeah, so she went and got there's it. A danger yeah, there's a danger factor. There's still, yeah, but uh, so I guess she went and gave her daughter the pills. The daughter had like cramps and said, "Oh no, I feel what they took her to the hospital." Obviously, after that, and then the hospital looked over and said, "Okay, this happened." I guess somebody from the hospital reported yeah. that as a child uh, abuse and all that stuff. Like, because I guess in their head, they're like, "Well, we have to report this because why would she have those in the system list?" But I guess the idea is the fact that the mother. Because there was so many different avenues that made it so difficult for her to get said abortion, mm-hmm. she had to go that route. But apparently, because they didn't specify it exactly that that can be seen as child neglect or child abuse, which mm-hmm. is, I, I guess, because it, since you look at it, it's, it's too well, consent. It's not neglect. Well, yeah, all. neglect. I use the wrong word, neglect, but abuse. But you, you would think that if it was the consensus of two of them it's not like the mom tricked her or anything like that the, the, she was clearly this is what the daughter the daughter told her hey I'm pregnant and I want I don't want to have this baby but because of the area which they lived in it made it difficult and the fact that abortion like apparently reading up on it more like uh, there are 39 states uh, where you have to get you have to get like consultation first, twenty four hours. Of which Pennsylvania is one, I believe. Yeah, you have to like so you have to get con- you have to get con- ideally. Some people say that's a way of getting people to talk them out of it. Okay. Yeah, but it is. It yeah, definitely it's, is. Yeah, it's the, and then you have to remember that I remember uh, there was something some years back they wanted to do a thing where they wanted to give women like very violating probes or something before you get an abortion. I know Arizona was pushing for it probes like like they wanted you to like like a sonogram or something like that like something like that but more violating mm-hmm. ideally it would is that, is that the right word for it I don't, I don't know what a sonogram is it's where they like isn't that where they go ahead and put the they put the <laughs> the ultrasound device sorry ultraviolet that's a sonogram isn't that like a, a sonogram is it's, it's in there a record player no no, no that's, that's a phonogram yeah, okay that's a phonogram. whoops right so Ultrasound. I don't know shit about so medicine. <laughs> all of us are single men here yeah. who have no idea about having babies. We have no idea yeah. it's like an OBJ. But I know what you're talking about. And I don't know shit about medicine in general. <laughs> but there is something. But ultrasound. Like yeah, you, ultrasound, you do the thing yeah. where you like you can go ahead and then see it. This is the, yeah, like put uh, this the jelly ultrasound. on the belly. And yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Jelly on the belly. Jelly you on rhyme. Device. You rhyme. You rhyme that. But apparently there. there <laughs> I didn't was, rhyme it. The doctors rhyme that shit. There was something that one of those red states. That's what they do. It was something that one of the red states wanted to push where. It was like they would stick something in the woman. Yeah. Like, but it was like a little, it was basically a pro. Like there was no medical reason to do it. But yeah. ideally. That's crazy. But ideally. Even the baby's getting droned at a young Yeah. Age. But ideally, oh you do that You do that to a woman who wants to get an abortion first because it'll make her feel so violated by that experience and she doesn't want to continue. Because then they, after they would do it well, to I mean, you, the problem like, with oh, come that here tomorrow, is- we'll go for the abortion. The problem with that is, though, it doesn't make her not want the abortion. Just makes her not want to deal with the people who are around her who can give her but the that's legal I mean. abortion. That's, that's the psychological yeah, factor I mean, where she yeah. don't want to deal with it anymore. She's like, "Fuck it, I'll just have the fucking baby since you make me go through all these loops." Yeah. So I guess one idea is like, why is that a thing still? I don't know. Well, there, there's a video of somebody uh, they recently posted, like within this year, somebody posted a video that was to be the antithesis of what's called the silent scream, which shows an abortion happening. It's like a 30-minute video on YouTube. And then there's another one. I can't remember the name, the title of it, but it's a, a woman who is going to go through an abortion. She does like a day-by-day uh, biography or autobiography, and then she goes through all the clinical stuff and like literally shows as she's going through it, and then afterwards she, she has a completely opposing argument to the pro-life, pro-choice argument. 
It's or just who's got an opposing argument to both. She's got a third option. No, no, sorry. She's the pro-choice argument. There was never one like a video like that before. There you go. You know the thing I get. You're saying with those context. Like, I, I had it with there. those pro, you know, those pro or anti-abortion things. Mm-hmm. They always show like, especially on Facebook, and they always have those things where, uh, like, it's it's one popular video I've seen a couple of times now where they always be like, and this is why you should be against abortion. And then they'll have like, um, you'll see like a a, a baby fetal. Of the fetus inside inside a placenta. I'm like, well, for people who don't know, though, that's very misleading because one, that's not a, a abortion. Abortion. That's probably a fetus that had to be aborted from the body for medical purposes. That's not just a regular. Because normally, when you get an abortion in the first trimester, it's not even a fetus. It's still just whatever embryo, or whatever. So that's like very misleading to let people see because they they would keep poking the body and it would be moving. So it's like, see, you're killing a real baby right now. And I don't know everybody has conflicting views what they consider the start of life or anything. Me personally, I I don't know because I've never held had a baby in me or anything. But I would I would imagine that what I would conceive as the beginning of life would be not at least when the because some people literally see life beginning as when the semen fertilizes the egg and at that point yeah. it's a human being some right. people have different i don't everybody's different yeah. uh, you know conceptions of what they believe that is but i don't believe that something six months in is a person i mean right. it's a human fetus but it's not a full-on life that's just me personally i'm just sitting here thinking about like birth in general like there's some video on like discovery and like just there's a view like right there baby's coming out and like i don't know ron paul works in, like OBGYN clinics he's just like ready to catch that Catch that baby coming out, yeah. and it was just like when it came out, it was like, whoo! I was like, change the channel. I went to Jaws, and it was like guy. That, that, it was it was like guy who's getting eaten at the very end. Was getting, <laughs> was like, ah. And I was just like, I'd much rather watch this right now than I would that, watch that. Yeah. I was like, I just can't make it. It's a dad <laughs> at the very beginning is what I learned in that one yeah. moment. Yeah, but that's something that's really weird. Like I, I hate I hate really misleading stuff like that. That moment was yesterday. <laughs> But yeah, I hate really misleading stuff like that where people. When I didn't want to watch Sports Center anymore with my roommate and learn about why Calvin Johnson is an amazing wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Oh, that's the that's the position that uh, that uh, Shaquille O'Neal had, right? Sports Center. Of course. <laughs> he was on Sports Center. He he played oh, no. Sports Center. Yeah. So says uh, so yeah, the emotion thing you, we see in day to day how it's hard for women to do that. One is I what guess, about the guy though? I don't have any rights with my baby. That's like, say I fuck this girl, right? Mm-hmm. And I impregnate her with my super sperm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a guy, or well, became a guy, that uh, had sex change operation. And they had gone ahead and became a man. But they were a female originally. And they still had their ovaries. And at some point they had gotten... Yeah, the guy got pregnant. Yeah, they made the big story of the pregnant man. That book that you brought up <laughs> was the impetus for... All of this. I'm trying to get. I'm supposed to say something. I'm bringing well, it back. See, I brought it back to Ray Rice. I brought it back to. Hold book. on, hold on, hold on. Because I, I was, I was doing the thing though. Like, uh. say, say I, say I'm a guy. Uh-huh. Like, let's let's assume for the moment that I'm I'm a man. Okay. What? And <laughs> I can step out of my comfort zone. I take for a my, uh, yeah. I take my 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 penis that was produced by my Y chromosome, that's in my my man body. Okay. And I shoot. My impregnating <laughs> fluid into a woman, and she becomes big with child. Mm-hmm. Who's? Do I have any say on whether or not this potential child 
comes to term? Well, think about it like this. Uh, looking at the laws of the land and how they are centered or, or just how policies are centered around now, really you, as it stands, you have more rights than she because you, yeah, you do. I do believe that you should have a say in the baby, but at the end of the day, I think that it all falls back on the woman since it's her body. Like, yes, a guy has a guy. If it's an equal, like uh, contribution in terms of that child being born, but there's so many different. You have to remember, there's so many different cases where it was a mistake, a one night stand, stuff like that. I mean, then you get into the darker stuff. I mean, well, like in the a a case of rape on either side is a is a different scenario. Yeah, if. Like for instance, it, do you, I guess like if, if I just went out with a girl and he had a one night stand, and, mm. I mean it's not I didn't rape her and she didn't rape me, yeah, because women can rape men, yeah, that's possible. Um, Peggy Bundy, <laughs> yeah, I'm callbacking. Like that, that, that's I, actually pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, well, I mean, so well, I guess yeah, you so, mean like just... like I'm saying though, like say we go home and we have consensual sex and we mm-hmm. both make this mistake, we we equally made this mistake, yeah. But then that next day you want to have you want to keep the baby, but she doesn't. Or she wants to keep the baby and I don't. Is the it's and I think this is why this is such a sensitive subject because there there really there is there's there there's no answer that will please everyone and there's no the the right answer doesn't and can't please everyone because of course the woman has to have more say. There's obviously there's more toil on her. She's carrying the child in her body. Yeah. Like there's she is going to have much more of an impact on her at least at the beginning and. Yeah, I mean, after that, it. I mean, we've also got this societal thing in our head where the mother is more connected to the child, and that's usually because the mother had to was literally more connected to the child, as far as we could tell, and all of these things. Not to mention the fact that a father, you got you got to imagine a time where uh, monogamy wasn't as serious and necessary things it is now. So a, a woman who might have, and I mean, and even today still, like a woman might have sex with more than one guy in a, a short period of time. You don't know who the father is, I'm gonna but you suck. do know who the mother is. Yeah, I'm You're gonna, always going to know who the mother is. And you're not, so we've always had this like crazy association between the mother and the child. And so like the, we discount what the father say should be, but it also kind of still should be discounted because he doesn't have as much of a, a, a physical investment in the thing. And that's a purely societal thing. And I'm going to do my first tangent. I'm about to do it, so fuck you guys. <laughs> Have has anybody ever seen the movie Nymphomaniac? No. No. I thought you were gonna say the movie PCU at some point. Not at all. But <laughs> <laughs> it was uh Blakely Crack University with Jeremy Piven. <laughs> but uh, But anyway, Nymphomaniac, it's on Netflix right now. Ooh. It's in two parts, part one, part two. Uh, I definitely highly recommend everybody go see it. I don't know the lead actress's <laughs> name because she's like uh, a European actress. I know it has a uh, uh, Alex Scars, no, uh, and it has Shia LaBeouf in it too, as well as some uh, Martin Biff Scorsese, Uma Thurman's and stuff <laughs> in that. But anyway, the movie is about, as the title would insinuate, a nymphomaniac woman. But um, to give a quick gist of the movie, because it was a part of that you said that kind of connected to that whole society, how we look at it. Basically, the story she's telling her story to this guy in like a way where she's telling her life past so she's telling all the stuff she did sexually and she's had a lot of sex a lot of weird sex and a lot of sex with people and she she gets very detailed into it at one point um at one point she tells about how like at, there was a there was a part of her life where her and a friend had went on a train together when they was like teenagers and they had a contest to see who could have sex with the most men on the train and then the winner gets a bag of candies and they did that. Uh, damn, you is fast. It, is this a British movie? 
Uh, well, it was it was a, a, a European director, but it's not a British movie. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah, but it's, it, it's a very it was a British Euro movie. They film. call them sweets instead of candy. Yeah, it's a very it's a very Touché. Euro it's film, important. But yeah, um, so basically, <laughs> how many how many men did they have sex with on the train? Well, uh, about in the number of twenties, but she won, so oh. she beat that number. Wow. So yeah, so it chronicles she had a very Go active her. sex life. Yeah, Go her, but uh. At one point, she has a kid. She actually, at one point, gives up her family. Well, she wasn't married to Shia LaBeouf's character, but they had basically, they were married together. Mm -hmm. And she gave up this happy home and everything to go be in a physically pleasing relationship. And at one point, the character who she's telling the story to, he kind of relates it all back. It's near the end of the movie. And he's like telling her, like, well, maybe... uh, you more are a man more than you realize because when you think about all the things that she told him in society anyway when we look at it the things that you did are both you got away with it because you were a woman at the same time there's things that you weren't allowed like uh he he brings back the idea when you were on the train together no guys could sit there and say hey let's go on a train and have sex with as many girls as we can and the winner gets sweets or can't no not consensually Anyways, like they can't like, oh, let me woo all these girls. Maybe it could happen if you that suave, but I doubt you're, somebody. You're saying it's unlikely for it's, it's unlikely for that to work, or for, it's unlikely for guys to make that agreement. No, not that for work to work. Because I think it's very likely. Oh for yeah, guys anybody to, can make, make that. Like, yeah, oh, hey, anybody can make. We gotta agreement. make this this train from fucking Germany to France, but it's what or just, whatever countries yeah. are in Europe, and so we gotta see. Let's see how many. Chicks, we can bang on this this bang train. We're about to turn it to the bang train. <laughs> bang train. Like the bang bus, bang except we're on the train now. <laughs> it, was really, it was more, there was more. There was the a, tang. We're getting poon tang. It's the tang train. There was 100%. <laughs> let's put this one. There was 100%. Is that a call to that movie? <laughs> there was 100% success rate for those <laughs> two doing Pootie it. Tang. As a Pootie Tang. Oh, no. That's, uh, there's, a, there's a porn series called Bang Bros and Banger Bros. Uh, and and Bang Bus. Yeah. But and then like he brought up like right. so out of the loop. <laughs> did yeah, you he, gotta watch more porn, bro? Did he have brought up the idea of because uh, there was a scene in the film when she had decided to leave uh, Shia LaBeouf's character and her son to go be with this other dude for a more physically pleasing relationship. He and then in the scene itself, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character had like walked up. He had, like the baby it was like two a.m. in the morning. He like no, let's wake up the baby. And he like woke up the baby and put the baby in her face. Like oh no, say bye, say bye. Since you want to leave for you know bullshit lately, so he was like, as a woman, you're tackled with that guilt of a woman should be more maternally attached to her child. But she had already admitted that she never felt much, I guess, love for the, like she loved the kid, but she never had a maternal connection with it. So it was like as maybe, a, maybe um um too progressive maybe <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm i live too much in the future and i'm waiting for you assholes to catch up with me <laughs> all right but marty, like that, marty mcfly over there <laughs> <laughs> but what so about that was but that was, that was that was the idea <laughs> you know, like I, 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 i'm sorry i was interrupting not to i mean to we're just stroke movies. my own ego but like to make a point do you watch that movie adult world no, I don't know what you're talking about. It was the one that I sent you the other night where I said it was about a poet and it was about a girl that was like trying to break into poetry and she was like being apprenticed as like to some guy who was uh, just some some famous dark poet and then she was just trying to make it but she was working in an adult bookstore. And, I don't uh, think you sent me that. No, I sent it to you in a text. Oh, then yeah, I definitely didn't get it. I don't get video text. Put your records on Tell me your favorite song
basically, yeah, this is where I say awkward. Abortions are a confusing fucking topic because there is literally no right answer, aside from the fact that it's all conditional. Are we done with nymphomaniac thing? You were saying something about nymphomaniac, but you said like progressive. I was waiting for you to get back to that point. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the, the the character that you're saying is, uh, it, and you're talking about like a, it's like a, a denouement scene that happens towards the end of the movie. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So it seems to me that the that the the guy who is who is saying these statements towards her is already fucked up because he's approaching the situation from the standpoint that women have to behave in this way and men have to behave in this way, and if you're not behaving in this way as a woman, you're more like a man. Well, no, like he, he's already gen- he's already dividing up characteristics along a gender binary. I would say that he was more illustrating the point that she, her whole from the story she gave of her life to him, because only in regards to her life is now he's because he was just some random dude who she met. So I, in, but for the, in terms of just for character purposes, he was just referencing her life in particular, where from what she told him, all the things that he knows of how men act. These are things that she would had did in a way that people see different. So like, I, the biggest one I like, said would be when he made the point with the baby, where he was like, "Cause and when she told the story, the husband did do that, where he was like, "Let me, I want you to show you the kid. I want you to see that you're leaving the baby, and as a mother, you should not want to do that because you're a mom." Yeah, and she already fucking abandoned her kids. Yeah, yeah, but and but you'd see. Well, no, not to say it can't happen, but. Like that kind of goes by what we said earlier. Like a woman, back to kind of the abortion thing. A woman has the kid inside of her soul, but then you have some women who just aren't born with that. I mean, that just means that they. It's not that. I mean, a woman who's having a baby is born with the ability to have a baby. I mean, what I was saying about the the baby being inside the woman is that literally, physically, everybody else can see that she's having that baby. It's no surprise. Like y- you might be able to contest, like who is the father of this baby, but you can never contest who the mother of this baby is. Yeah, I'll, everybody's I'll, seen her get pregnant and then have this baby. Right. So well, when we, it comes we, to the abortion we these thing, associations because of stuff like that, like the fact that there is always a more physical connection. Between yeah, so the that's why I would say child. a woman would have more of a say into getting that has rid of a kid. Nothing to do with what her her personal feelings are on the matter. Yeah, that's a little she wants different. To keep it or whether she wants to abandon it. It's just everybody knows that she has a baby. A little, not. I think that can. Well, not the physical aspect can determine if she wants to keep it or not. But in terms of that, because you know how some women say, I've I've heard that like you know them had they didn't, they didn't want a kid when they found out they got pregnant. But as you know, the pregnancy went along and there's this whole aspect of having this other life inside you. Apparently, the love grew from there. I mean, it's just different little stuff. Like yeah, you know, you hear stuff like that. It's not necessarily true. It, like, it, it's subjective. That it's can, subjective. That can so tend to happen. It, it, yeah, it's subjective. I can't say can't, it's a guarantee. A, a mother isn't necessarily going to learn to love her child by virtue of having a child. No, no, yeah, that's not. Yeah, a woman can easily be like, I still don't care for it just because I had it, but it's it's possible I've as gotta, opposed to a guy I've who just who doesn't gotta get pregnant to know. And yeah, and we have to remember we're still just three guys, so I think we can make that happen. <laughs> This was something to do, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to uh, something to do after dark. (laughs) It's like it's like Max. We're about to show you some things that you never thought you were going to see. (laughs) It's that really creepy dark channel that you have. It's like you're on YouTube and you're like, wow, things got really dark on YouTube. Oh, I'm on the other side of YouTube. How'd I get off of here? How did this get through the filter process? This is really scary. Safe search. Put safe search back on. (laughs) 
It's like, no. Oh, wowzers. Okay. I used, um, to, I used to watch that one song, uh, one movie, uh, that show, uh, Real Sex. On, I used on, to like Real Sex. Yeah, that show was No, weird. no, no. Uh, I didn't like Real Sex. I hated Real Sex because Real Sex always showed old white people. <laughs> like, they would always have, like, these really cool scenarios. Like, oh, yeah, uh, naked party on the beach, and we're going to be screwing each other all day. And I'd be, like, reading the like, info. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for this. And then I'd watch it. Like, oh, white people. This is this. <laughs> That's most uh, softcore porn, though, isn't it? Well, Real Sex wasn't really meant to be softcore. It was just, like, documentary-esque. It just would show, like, different stuff that people so what, were into. So, like, it would be, like... It would show different subcultures. Like yeah, like, like subcultures like of like sex groups. Like like they have one where like swinger party in Pennsylvania, swinger yeah. party, BDSM clubs, they would show stuff that people like burlesque shows. Like they, yeah. it was just basically meant to show you like the stuff that people are into. But it was always it's so weird to me. But it was always older white people. Like it was never like someone young and attractive and like oh, I can totally see myself that with that. Hip with it. Like, yeah, it was always like no. oh okay. I don't know because like. I I tend to think of like weirdo sex as like an old white people thing. No, Maybe no, no, it, no, it I, is. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. Guy, so in terms of the teenage, I don't know how you guys get down. Maybe you guys are. Burners. I didn't want to think about that. I Could it to be see. that black people just don't talk about it and white people seem to have? No, I, I think there is an element of that too. I wanted to watch real sex for cheap way of getting porn i didn't want to watch it to learn about weird subcultures but yeah. it was making me learn because i was so unappealed by it <laughs> so i had to just listen but it to also it. gave you the misconception that oh white people are only wait no that's me <laughs> that they don't have sex. <laughs> this is a total assumption on your part right Yo, now well, Chris. I, well, i'm I sorry i don't see a real episode right now i don't i don't have any black people I, on there no there was some black people was on there latinos no there was different there was different <laughs> like no, i'm not gonna say it's that real like, sex purely just had all slander only like one whole say. season it's just like all latinos all the time <laughs> welcome to real <laughs> sex on hbo <laughs> yeah no, or cinemax i don't know it came they had different minorities but like the big stuff where they got really graphic <laughs> and showed stuff was always hold on point of order not that it's oh, not gonna be it's not gonna be callback <laughs> no i mean that's standard no i know but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the big stuff if the black guys aren't there just saying <laughs> there's, there's that wait a minute what because black jokes. guys have big dicks. I was showed a book by a black person. On shown. You were shown. There you a go. Book. Good. Thank you for that correction. You got to talk but right. We talk. will. You got to talk good if you want to be in but this you, podcast. You, you just got to hears me when I say this because I'm going to be talking about this book that's not fucking Jersey. So Stop <laughs> talking about that. Nobody cares what you guys has to say. Somebody showed me a book uh, when I was in Mongolia. It was a black person, oh, mind no. you. And it, in it, Mongolia? Rarity. Yeah, why was, yeah. He, what, was he African? I don't uh, know. No, 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 no. He he was he was actually from Mongolia. He was in Africa. Oh, so he was European. Yeah. Black. Okay. Yeah. But it was just like I I didn't expect the others from the Netherlands. To be honest, when I met him, I was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And he's like thick accent. But he should. Wait, be a, you thought he was from the Netherlands? No, he said he was from the Netherlands, and I wasn't expecting that. So. What you weren't? What what do you, you weren't expecting him to be from the Netherlands? No, I wasn't. Because when I whenever I see anybody else that doesn't look like they're English, then I'm just like, oh, they're probably American. Complete assumption. Oh, I thought the Netherlands was in Africa. All right, cool. No, Netherlands is no, not. Netherlands is Holland. Or, Holland and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's right near Belgium. Wait, near Germany. Germany area? Belgium? Yeah. yeah, well, it's in that, that neighborhood. Yeah, there's two countries there. I thought that... Most of their countries... My, I, my of bad. I, I, didn't, I thought Belgium was in Africa. Third of the, 
All right. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So I think the there's only is, two countries somebody, on Earth. There is the United this, this States of America and, Belgium. and, and the, <laughs> the continent of Africa. This guy turns out to be uh, an editor for a magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, in particular, sorry, magazine newspaper. And it turns out that he receives books to review, uh, one of which he received this book from one of the writers of The Daily Show. And it was called The Practical Guide to Racism. And I'm flipping through this thing, and there's a section on Jews. And in it, it shows penis length scale and it goes white black jews and then it said alien and it's just like kept progressively getting bigger and i was like how did the jews beat this one i was like i'm we... not familiar with that I, it's a book that hasn't been I mean, published yet that's why he's getting it. i mean he's i'm like, not familiar with like the, that that concept that jews yeah. have have bigger dicks i don't know i've never seen a jewish dick I assume it looks relatively similar to mine because <laughs> it's just I mean I'm circumcised, but um because I know everybody wanted that bit of information. That's been that's like the number one comment that's been coming up on like uh, it has on been our, coming our, up on the Facebook page, our Facebook and Twitter yeah, accounts, even though we don't have a Twitter account. It's that. like is is it like because he sounds like he kind of isn't really but irritates me. I'm not but sure. It just, I and because I have to respond to everything, I have to be like just, you just have to find out. That was a weird text message to get from you that mornings like at four o'clock. Like hey Ed, and then you put like ellipses. To show me that you were like thinking about it and uncomfortable with the situation, and I was like, "Huh, I wonder what's going to happen here when I get to the end of reading all three of these ellipses and in, in this text message." An and then I got to the dot dot dot. Okay. Now I got to the end of the ellipses, and it was like, "But it sounds you, like it's are you provided circumcised?" <laughs> and I was like, "Huh, I wonder why he wants to know this." Why? And then I looked on Facebook.com, and now I know because because the everybody's fans everybody's asking, everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to I know if, I, if I'm... I was taking this so literal that I thought it was a past <laughs> context thing. And I was like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, yeah. get a hobby. <laughs> just, just do something. Stop sending this man texts like this. <laughs> get a hobby. <laughs> do something with yourself. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Mm-mm. But that's uh, how Chris spends his mornings. That's how I spend my mornings. Get back from the club, like, huh? When he's got I wonder nothing, who I can find out whether they're circumcised or not. <laughs> something to do. Something to do. Let me let me tweet Barack Obama right now. Let me find out that acquiring minds want, want to, know. to know. Oh my god! But that's <laughs> how <laughs> it goes. Brain hurts. I feel like I just hear brain cells exploding right now. Oh, I really wish I had more cigarettes. Cigarettes. You don't have any? I smoked my last one, uh, like maybe 15 minutes before you came. I was going to go and try to get some more before Chris got here, but uh, I was trying to set up the stuff first, too, and then he got here. So I was like, well, shit, I don't want to just leave. Is there, is, there, is there a nearby convenience store? Uh, there's a gas station uh, a bit ways down Verner. There's a couple oh, of liquor yeah. stores over there, too. Um, Honeybees, I'm sure, is probably closed, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I usually just go to the gas station or the liquor stores. But, Does like, the... I'm not about to do that shit now because that shit would take way too long as I'm on a bike. <laughs> so, instead. You, 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 may, you may, in fact, be from the Netherlands, whether you know it or not. So, we'll give you, like, a survey. It's a I really... probably am. It's from, a re... I'm from it's a... fucking... It's a Netherlands, re- Africa. It's a, it's a really Africa. accurate stereotype. <laughs> Everybody in the Netherlands is tall, just massively tall, and they smoke cigarettes, and they ride bikes, and they live till they're 80. 
and they just they ride on like those like bike those bikes with like four people on them like oh that's all everybody in that part of Europe though like the Swedes live like that eh? that's not true Low their streets are rates. way too small to have four people bikes <laughs> four people uh, yeah, that's right you know they they package things uh, consciously like IKEA I was like yeah they did it's just like IKEA everything fits well. into a nice yeah. thin box but then nice IKEA as Diablo because then you open it up and it's just like Pandora box explosions like bah! you know they put these little ridiculous screws and shit and it's just hell. He say Ikea X Diablo? Uh, S- yeah, S- Diablo. S- Diablo. Oh, okay. S Diablo. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> I just went Spanish. Yeah. yeah, Ikea the is the devil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love how that's what killed. You guys well, like, I'm sorry. What? Like, I'm English major, man. Like, so, like, you said that, and I'm thinking, I just like, wonder why did you go Spanish? That's not how deus ex machina is supposed to sound. What's <laughs> wrong with you? You uh, fucked this up somehow. Sometimes I wonder if this fine tan I have may not just be, in fact, being Jewish and from the Mediterranean, but maybe, in fact, if there were some Latino <laughs> or Spaniard, because, I mean. You, you mean Mediterranean Africa? Sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. Yes. Mediterranean <laughs> Netherlands, Africa. <laughs> It's right next to Belgium, Africa, right? <laughs> That's what you guys were saying. Down the street, they actually have a different president. Than this. Uh, they have two same presidents. I just, uh, different ones. I mean, not that the Dutch didn't have a huge presence in Africa or oh, anything, yeah, but that would just make me sad to talk about. So let's not. Let's yeah, let's not get all part-time. Um, so do we solve? Do we solve sexism? Hey guys, um, it's Ed again. Um, hi, hope you enjoyed that uh, last episode. Um, like I said in the beginning, this is the, the first of like a marathon of quick fire episodes we're going to be presenting really fast in the next couple of weeks to try to make up for the time that we have been taking off. Um, there is so much to discuss that has been left out of the conversation today. We're going to try to bring up a number of things in the uh, the actual blog post is going to accompany this episode on um on our blog uh, i mean we still have to we barely scratched the surface even on, on i don't i don't think that we're even going to be able to approach all the things that it will be necessary to to cover in order to to finish that topic off but hopefully we gave you guys some things to talk about and some things to work towards um like i said we're going to try to bring up some more uh try to fill in some of these blanks in the actual blog post so I'm going to leave it to that and go into the liner notes. Um, we started off with uh, Survivor by Destiny's Child, which um, doesn't actually have the best lyrics if you really think about it, but it is uh, assistably about female empowerment. I wanted to go with something a little bit uh, recognizable to start off with. Um, we actually we ended up going into um, That's Not My Name by The Ting Tings, which um, at least the, the parts that we pulled out for um, use of this episode are uh all about a woman basically a certain <laughs> authority over her own identity and uh not succumbing to whatever bullshit you want to subscribe to her fuck your labels fuck your life um we uh ended up going into a song called you don't own me by uh leslie gore which is just fucking amazing it was written in uh it was recorded in 1963 and the lyrics just sound so in- incredibly modern. I'm, I'll give you links to where you can pick it up and, and find out about it in uh, the blog post accompanying this. And of course, now we are going out on Stupid Girls by Pink, which is her uh, appeal to 
contemporary young women, at least circuit when this album came out, which I think was, I don't know, in 2004, something like that, links later, um, to not act like dumbasses just because you think that men expect you to act like dumbasses because nobody should be doing that. That's just a, a terrible idea and really nobody wants that either no there, there's no one to please in that scenario anyway um we're gonna go out on that song hope you guys like it hope you guys enjoyed the episode i'm going to get out of your way stop talking and as always thank you for listening